welcome to a special segment within Context. This is a CCSU Journalism Department podcast done by CCSU Journalism students. I'm Christina Wachman, your quarantined host and producer. Today's special segment comes to us from Joshua Rosario and begs the question of whether college is worth it when student loans have become so crippling in the U.S. Is a higher education intrinsically valuable anymore when you're destined to be flooded with debt for the rest of your life? Josh? Student debt in 2020 has reached an all-time high, sitting at a whopping $1.6 trillion. As the student loan debt increases with each coming year, more and more are having to face the harsh reality of managing their newly acquired debt. As student debt continues to climb, so too does the amount of borrowers. According to Forbes, there are 45 million borrowers who have added to the total amount of student loan debt. Student loans often act as an opportunity for lower-income students to be able to attend college without having to worry about the upfront costs. However, when students graduate, it is not guaranteed that they will immediately be able to find a job, nor is it guaranteed that during their time at college, they'll choose to stick with the major that they've initially chosen. Take, for example, Rebecca Zimmerman. Zimmerman graduated from the University of Mansfield, located in Pennsylvania. Zimmerman had graduated in 2015 with a major in liberal arts, as well as minors in mathematics and accounting. Zimmerman's original major was secondary education, with a focus in mathematics. As soon as she started working, she had to begin paying back her student loans. The second I started working, I had to start paying on them, and it became crippling to the point where I knew when I had to pay for it, that I couldn't do anything else um, for, like, the whole week, and then it would just kind of flow into every other bill I had to pay, so I was pretty much stuck at home all the time. Like, I haven't moved out from my parents since I graduated. My brother, he's still paying on his. He actually had to put his on forbearance when his partner was unemployed because he couldn't pay for them and they almost had to go home because of it. How would things have been different if you or your brother didn't have to accept student loans? Well, if we didn't have to go, we didn't have to do student loans. I I mean, I'm almost at the point where I regret going to college because of them because it wasn't really ideally worth it in the end. Um, Life would have been a little bit easier. I would have been able to move out. Um probably have a different job, do different things in my life. Zimmerman, after graduating, temporarily moved out of her parents' home, but noted that she was unable to do so for very long. I did move out temporarily for one month, and because I thought I could afford it, but then the um, student loans were so high, um, on top of all the other, like my car bill and everything, that I couldn't afford it, so I had to move back home. Zimmerman also shared that due to her student loan bills, she has obtained a sizable amount of credit card debt in an effort to pay off her bills and stay afloat. I blew up my my credit card debt to over $10,000 just because of not being able to pay for everything. So I tried to find some way to make it work, but I was still hurting myself in the end and still like, I'm I'm still like $6,000 in credit card debt because of it. My mom considered actually making me like... She wanted me to file for bankruptcy, even though I wouldn't have done anything with the student loan debt. It would have helped with everything else. During her time as a student, Zimmerman had wanted to go to graduate school, 
but quickly decided against it. When it got to the point that I was ended up switching my major, I actually thought, oh, I just kind of dodged a bullet because I would have just put more debt on that I don't think I would have been able to pay back. Zimmerman currently works as a revenue auditor for a casino and expresses some regret over having obtained a liberal arts degree. I mean, right now I was just taking a job that like I could make decent enough money at that would have, um, that would have helped pay the loans off because uh, at this point it, it wasn't even... I, it's not like I could have gotten anything with a liberal arts degree that would have helped. Moving on to the perspective of a junior student still enrolled in college is Melinda Oshevsky. Oshevsky is currently enrolled in Eastern Gateway Community College through its online courses and is majoring in teacher education with a minor in special education. Oshevsky explained that her loans were currently being deferred but expressed worry about what would happen when she did graduate. Uh, so while I'm in school, uh, they're not affecting me. They're being deferred. Um, but upon graduation, uh, six months after graduation, they will start. Um, and they have given me some panic about paying them off after graduation. As a student, Oshevsky feels that if she did not have to take out student loans, graduating would be much simpler. I feel like I could definitely go through college with less of a worry about immediately finding a job afterwards and not feeling so overwhelmed with it. According to a story published by CNBC and written by Annie Nova, outstanding education debt has quickly outpaced credit card and automobile debt. In addition to that, 40% of borrowers who had accepted loans in 2004 are expected to default in 2023, and with only half of the borrowers continuing to pay off their interest rates on their loans. It should be noted on April 3, 2020, CNN reported that the U.S. government would suspend payments on student loans and would also waive interest on federal student loans for six months due to the coronavirus. In terms of exploring the perspective of an additional graduate student, we'll transition to interviewing John Mazur. Mazur graduated from Porter and Chester Institute in 2018 with a certificate in computer networking. Mazur shared that due to student loans, they have taken a toll on his mental health as well as affect other aspects of his life. Um, it definitely affected my mental health, uh, knowing that I have to pay my school loans every month, make sure I have enough pay for them, um, and also, you know, something, me moving out because of these school loans, you know, I still live with my parents um, until I get these all paid off. Mazur also shared that due to student loan bills, they have prevented him from being able to buy what he needed. Um, I needed new tires for my car for the winter, and I could not afford them. Student loan debt can also affect other aspects of a student's life outside of school. Danielle Garcia is a psychology major and is enrolled at Central Connecticut State University. Garcia had taken three years off to figure out what she had wanted to become, while also becoming a certified aesthetician in the meantime. I took about three years off from school, um, and uh, during that time, I decided to become a certified esthetician, which required taking out more student loans, and um, it was just really stressful, I guess, during the time that I was working, not making a whole ton of money and having these um, student loan payments, I guess, hanging over me. And uh, when I tried to get back to CCSU this semester, it was just, it was very, very stressful and painful to just deal with, like, all, like, deferring all my payments and 
I don't know, just having to deal with all the phone calls and all the different people I had to talk to. And there were a lot of highs and lows during the whole process. But um, overall, I mean, it was a huge stress financially and emotionally. Garcia did end up moving out from home, but noted that it is still difficult to pay the rent sometimes. did end up moving out from home. Um, I... I don't know, I, I kind of just made the decision when when I wanted to, and it, it has been a struggle financially, especially because of my loans, but um, I mean, I'm, I'm able to afford rent, but I mean, it's still a struggle. <laughs> Student loans have not only affected Garcia mentally, but also her ability to purchase a car, a decision which also affected her fiancé. Yeah, so last year when my lease was up for my car, I had to make the decision to, I guess, either get myself into a new lease or um, get a car loan, and um, I it was a really tough de- decision to make uh, financially because I couldn't really afford it at the time because of my student loans and all of my other obligations, so um, my uh, fiancé ended up having to sell her car in order for us to... I guess, or for me to get another one. And now we, um, we're sharing a car and it, I mean, this was like a year ago and we're still sharing a car and it definitely impacts us, uh, in terms of like commuting to work and school and all of that. In addition to not having to share a car with their fiance, they have also decided to push back the date of their wedding. Because of my student loans, we, we've like decided to push the wedding by like, a couple of years. Out of all the students interviewed so far, Maman Cooper, who graduated in 2017 from the University of Stores and majored in political science, felt the most strongly about student loans. Cooper, who aims to be a role model to her nieces and nephews, was the only one in her family to go to college. She did not understand how student loans worked at first. When I was in college, I did not, I did not really understand how loans worked. So when I was in college, that was not really much of a concern. I just kind of went to school and took out loans when I needed to. But once I graduated and took a, took a look at my loans and how much I owed, I think during that time with everything included, it was about $40,000. Or by the time I would have paid, it would be $40,000. And by the time I took a look at it, it definitely was stressful to me. And it built up a lot of anxiety because it was a lot of, it was a big number and I really was not sure of what I could do to pay it off. And I really don't like being in debt. So for me, for the past about two and a half years or three years, it really has been a lot of looking at Naviant and really staring at my loans. I mean, my thing is I really want to pay off as soon as possible because the interests are accumulating. And I do want to go and accomplish other goals. And I find it hard to do that with, you know, having a pile of loans sitting here. Cooper and her sister have to provide for their family back in Liberia, West Africa, but she finds it difficult sometimes to gather the funds to do so. And I help support my family. So the way that it has affected my family is a lot of times when my family needs money, I have to pretty much, I guess for lack of better words, be a little bit, be a little bit stingy in terms of helping my family out. Um, and for me, I feel bad because it's just my sister and I taking care of our family back home. And a lot of the burden sometimes fell on my sister because when I say no, she's the only other person and she doesn't have it like that. As an academic coordinator for Capital Squash, Cooper feels that more could be done to teach students about financial literacy. I talk about this all the time. And 
financial literacy, financial training, it is extremely crucial. I mean, I think that when you think about, I mean, I don't know in the white community, but I noticed a lot in my community, I think even black and brown community period, financial literacy, it really is not a thing. And I think it definitely is really irritating that you go to school and they give you all this curriculum and financial literacy is not in their period. You know, um, my life would honestly turn out so much different if I knew about finance, if I knew how finances work, if I knew about paying off debt as you go. I did not know any of those things. And sometimes I find it quite annoying that I went to school for all these years and I did not learn anything like that. Cooper is not alone in this opinion. Oshevsky also felt that more could be done to help students. I definitely think that when uh, students go to college, I definitely don't think they take into consideration the financial aspect of it. But as a society, we're so expected to go to college and nobody tells us about the money that comes along with it. Garcia also believed in the importance of financial literacy. I don't know. I, I just I feel like that's something that as students, we definitely lack. Um, so it would be very useful. And um I know that, like, when you take out loans, you have to do, like, your counseling and all of that. But, I mean, in all honesty, it's not really all that helpful. Clarice Colon, a CCSU financial literacy coordinator and advisor, feels that more could be done to help students out. Colon shares that students should learn about interest rates and payment options, as well as learning the differences between subsidized and unsubsidized loans, as well as federal and private loans. Cologne also stresses that it is important students avoid defaulting on their loans. As a final outlook onto the student loan debt crisis, Cologne states, currently there is no solution to the student debt problem. Unless colleges and universities can offer free or discounted tuition, this will continue to be a problem in our nation. Just because, I mean, I feel like the debt keeps getting bigger and bigger, and so I know that a lot of people in my life like, that's prevented them from going to school. Thank you to Joshua for that segment. I personally have a cousin in Sweden who's currently pursuing his master's, and he's graduating debt-free because college there is free. My family in Ukraine also doesn't have to pay for college, so even I sometimes wonder why I'm the one out of all of us who's burdened by such an immense price tag. But thank you for joining us in this special segment. We hope you stay home, stay safe, and stay healthy. Christina Bachman, signing off.